missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Fact or bullcrap, Shaw? President's Day edition. What do you know about the presidents? Well, we celebrate Lincoln and Washington's birthday here in February. That's By um, buying mattresses? Yes. Did you buy a mattress? I did. Jean did. PM nice. Sleep Center hooked I her did. ass up. Way to go. Man, and I was just thinking about that this morning when I was getting ready. So much more sleeping. So much better sleeping. It's one of those things you put off for a long time. Yes. And then once you do it, you wonder why you put it off for exactly. so long. Exactly. Yeah. Because you think, oh, that's not, I don't need, I can get by. And then you're like, well, that was really dumb. That right. was really, really I'm silly. sleeping much better now. Yes. My wife and I have had oh, our awesome. mattress for probably about 10 years now. And it's one of the best things we ever did was buy mm-hmm. a brand new mattress. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Still love it. Factor Bullcrap, President's Day edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Only one president has been elected unanimously and won every electoral vote. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Say that again. Has been elected unanimously and won every single... Only one president has been elected unanimously and won every electoral vote. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Maybe a long time ago. I'll say fact. G-Dub got all 69 electoral votes. How many, Shaw? 69, you said. That's that. right. In 1789, when there were only 13 states, then he did it again in 1793 just to prove how awesome he was. <laughs> there were 15 states and 132 electoral votes. Today, there are 538. But G-Dub, of course, everybody wanted him. They're like, look, you're the, you're you're the, the dude. You're the man, man, and you you're going to be the man. We don't, you're going to be it. You and your wooden teeth. You just have to. I think That's they were made deal. of ivory, though. Not, not wooden. Not wood? Yeah, his teeth. I think they were ivory. Fact to bullcrap, Shaw. President's Day edition. Abraham Lincoln was the first U.S. president to appear on a coin. Is that fact or bullcrap? First U.S. president to appear on a coin. Um, I'll say bullcrap. Uh. <laughs> I wanted to get that one right. The first Lincoln penny was released in 1909 for his 100th birthday. The next president to get a coin was G-Dub. He was added to the quarter in 1932, Shaw. All right, then. Put that in your pipe and yep. smoke it. Put that in your stovetop mm-hmm, hat. Mm-hmm. Back to bullcrap, President's Day edition on President's Day here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Every president so far has been married when he got elected. Is that fact or bullcrap? Oh, that's got to be true, isn't it? Oh, boy, yeah. I'm trying um, to think of somebody that wasn't. So there was a widow, maybe? Let's say uh, bullcrap. James Buchanan and Grover Cleveland were both single. Cleveland got married huh. while he was in office, but Buchanan never did. He's the only president who was a lifelong bachelor. Huh, show. Really? That dude knew what was up. Even back then, Sean. He, he, he was getting president he was trim. Woke. He was getting president <laughs> trim is what he was getting. Uh, Factor bullcrap, President's Day edition. President Harry S. Truman did not have a middle name. It was just the letter S. Is that Factor bullcrap? Uh, let's say fact. His parents did you uh, did it as a tribute to his uh, their fathers, whose names both started with the letter S, Sean. Uh-huh. It's a nice tribute. You've got uh, three out of four, Shaw. Let's try to finish strong here with President's Day edition of Factor Bullcrap on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. President Trump has five kids. That's the most any U.S. president has ever had. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Um, five kids. Let me think. I will say fact. Our 10th president, John Tyler, Still holds the record for at how many? Fifteen. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's not going to be broken. He uh, also go. may have fathered uh, the child of a slave, but that was never confirmed. But uh, yeah, fifteen is a little more than five. Sean. Yeah, that's a lot more. 
That's a lot more. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. President's Day, Shaw. Yes, it is. Fun facts about the presidents. What do you know about the presidents, Shaw? We saw, we found out that you didn't know that much. You knew a little bit. You got sixty percent. I passed. You got three out of five, which isn't too too bad, but you weren't perfect. Never claimed to be, Brad. So maybe we we should, uh, you know, try to buff up your knowledge a little bit about presidents, Shaw. All right, I could use the help. Some fun facts about presidents on Presidents Day. Fun facts. John Tyler, we found out Shaw has. Or had 15 children. Yes. Making him the original Tyler, the creator. <laughs> the rapper, right? That's a rapper? Yes. Okay. Other uh, fun facts about the presidents on President's Day. Monica Lewinsky still honors President's Day by taking a knee, Shaw. She Aww. still gets down on one knee and prays to God. Right? That what she does? Mm-hmm. No? Not anymore? Once a year. Just once? <laughs> Fun facts about President's Day, Shaw. It's a February holiday nobody cares about, like Valentine's Day for husbands. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of came and went, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I have to. Uh, It's the one day of the year. Yeah. The president is allowed to launch a drone attack against whomever he wants. It's my day. It's on the calendar. Does it say your day? It says President's Day right there. It's my day. I just pick one. Throw darts at a map, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Was the first president to appear on TV in 1939, Shaw. Did you know that? I did not. He was saying nonsensical stuff after a visit to the dentist. (laughs) I love Aaron Rodgers, and I want some popsicles. I'm Franklin D. Roosevelt. You can ship those right to the White House. It's on Pennsylvania Avenue. (laughs) Fun facts about the presidents on President's Day. All presidents are honored today. Except for the one in charge of Hair Club for Men. That's a different thing. It's not, not only the thing. president, he's a client. Mm-hmm. Not only a client, he's a mm-hmm. president, right? I loved right. it so much, you bought the company. Bought the company. I think that's the Razor guy. Wasn't that uh, Kraft? I think that was Robert Kraft in his commercials, was right? It? I can't Gillette. remember. Wasn't Gillette? I loved it so much, I bought, I bought the company. The, company yeah. the Hair Club for Men was, I'm not just a client, I'm the president, or I'm the that's that's president, it, I'm a yeah. client, whatever. <laughs> Other fun facts about presidents here on The Morning Sickness. George W. Bush yeah. used to have fits when he couldn't figure out blues, blues clues. <laughs> Got a little trouble there. God, he gave me all the clues, and I still can't put it together. I, put- I just can't do it. Can't put it together. You should spend the holiday sitting around and doing nothing because, uh, or you shouldn't spend uh, the holiday sitting around doing nothing because that's what you do on Vice President's mm, Day. Oh, that's plenty of time in your hands. Yeah, that's, that's a, a different, day? Yeah. When you're not Rob, attending I'm, funerals. Dude, we got days for avocados and pizzas and stuff, and there's probably a day for vice presidents. Uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson both died on the same day in 1826. I didn't know that. And what a sad day it was, remembers Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Shaw. Some fun facts about the presidents. On President's Day, Bernie was there. Shaw, does your wife have to work today? No, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't I was going to say, most banks are closed mm-hmm. today, Brian. Government agencies, obviously DMV offices. Uh, there's no s- trading on the stock market. I believe that's oh, closed correct. as well. No package or mail delivery. But for- there is NASCAR. There is NASCAR. That's right. And there is retail. They say today, by the way, you could expect savings up to 70% on computers. So if really? you're in the market, today would be a great day. Huh. Also on mattresses, as we talked about, and appliances in general. There's apparently huge savings. So, right. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. How nasty are you? Are you a nasty? No, I'm not. Nasty. Are you a nasty boy? No, I'm not. Gene, are you nasty? Are you a nasty girl? 
Uh, probably by definition, no. All right. Well, don't uh, don't answer too quickly because okay. you might be nastier might than be. you thought. Okay. All right. Shaw, when you shower, do you use a fresh towel every time? A fresh towel every time? No. A fresh bath Absolutely. towel to dry no. off with. Of course no. not. How long do you go? Whenever How- my wife chooses to wash them. Okay. What's the average? I'd you- say five to six days probably. Yeah, I would say every weekend I wash all the towels. In That's the kind of where I'm at. So Hang we're, them all, up to we're, dry. All dis- we're all disgusting then. Oh. We're all filled with mold and bacteria and we're gross. Really? Have yeah. at it. So what? But I've been doing it my whole life, so I don't really give a yeah, rip. And I'm not long. doing it any more than that unless no. they're, I mean, the only time when I do it more than that is when somehow they end up in some sort of pile. pile. Yeah. And there's See, a and, wet heap and it's right. like, ah. The nice thing with my towel is that I've got, uh, you know, the rack right next to my shower. So, so take, I, dry I take up, it. Hang it up. It I dries. Hope, but the really nice thing for me is that the dehumidifier in our basement is in the bathroom because oh, we don't right want there. the cat to get into the laundry room. So I leave it. That's the only room downstairs we want to leave open. With a you know flat with no carpeting, so it sucks all of the moisture out of the uh, towel. So it's brand new and fresh every day I go. Well, it's winter. Everything sucks the moisture out of everything yeah. right now. Right, uh, but, by uh, def- just by being in the house. According to a uh, an expert, I don't know what makes somebody an expert on bath towels, Shaw. <laughs> But uh, three is the max number. Three days. Yeah. Bacteria and mold start to grow each time the towel gets damp. Hanging it uh, to dry does slow the process, but it doesn't stop it. Once you've used the same uh, towel three times, it hits a tipping point. And then after that, you're just rubbing bacteria and disgustingness all over yourself. So you're a nasty, nasty boy, Shaw. Yes, I am. You're a nasty boy. By the way, washcloths, difference. Um, yeah, because I'm you don't usually dry them off. Yeah. They just sit there. I'm not and, reusing those. Um, they say to use those once and then uh, try I'm drying off a clean body, though. Right. How many germs are well, there? Well, but it's the water, and then the water gets moldy. It's just, like you could have clean water come out of the tap, know, and if it I sits on the floor, saying, eventually. the towel is dry. It's not like it's still Gene doesn't want to be nasty, apparently. Too late. You're well, nasty. I don't, I don't want to wash towels more than once a week, Shaw, for five <laughs> people, so I'm not doing that. I'll I tell you that you. right now. So three times is the max, apparently, and we're all disgusting, Shaw. Yeah, well, okay. You can read that on our websites, 957therock.com, or on our app. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. If you were to make a uh, mixtape, Shaw, I don't know, did you ever make a mixtape? Was that before your or after your time? I did not, You were in love uh, before mixtapes became a thing? I guess so. You couldn't make mixed records, could you? No. Back in your day? Mixed vinyl, no, it's... But when I was younger, uh, you know, you would break up with somebody or fall in love with somebody, and you would make them a mixtape, Shaw. That was what you would do. Okay. To show them how you felt, because you stink at words. So you but use somebody else's words. Somebody else could say exactly how you were feeling, though, in a song, and when you break up with somebody, you might put together a mixtape, Shaw. All right. And that mixtape might contain songs that are sad, like I miss you, or mm-hmm. I think about you a lot. Mm-hmm. Could be angry, like, hey... Go you're a bitch, you're a, a lover, I'm a child. You know, one of those songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Could be about, you, you know, you overcoming, like, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to be all right without you. Mm-hmm. I'll be all right without, you know, some journey. Uh, the ringer.com put together a list of the 50 greatest breakup songs. <gasps> and somehow Air Supply is not on the list. Really? At all. Yeah, I, I understand. He's apologizing. I'm all out of love. I have no more love. I gave it all to you. We broke up. I got nothing left. Right. I'm sorry. It's Apparently, these people are not old enough to understand how important air supply is to the to the mixtape. I mean, like, I don't know if I would lead off with some air but supply. But they're on the list somewhere. But they're somewhere on it, especially with 50. I mean, you got 50 to choose from here. By the way, there's no real credentials uh, or criteria 
It's just what they thought? For their list, they the only thing they put on there uh, is that it could only be one song from each artist. Okay. So you couldn't have somebody like the Carpenters who, you know, really... With multiples on yeah. there. Okay. Uh, but uh, no air supply on there. Also no journey on the list either. Ooh, no journey. Yeah, no journey at all. I mean, who's crying now? Okay. Now, granted, they had some love songs that you would sing to someone when you were in love with them. That's a whole other mixtape, That's a Sean. different mixtape. That's, That's right. Don't confuse the two. But who's crying now? Not me. Another lonely night. Okay, what's up? Who's on this list, then? Uh, you don't also have any Barry Manilow on the list, which I was kind of surprised. He literally says, I can't smile without you. <laughs> I I have a terrible life now because you're not here. Right. He can't smile without you. He can't cry without you. He can't laugh and he can't sing. He's finding it hard to do anything, Shaw. All because of her. All because of her. Number 10 on the list, Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Mm-hmm. Again, these are the 50 greatest breakup songs of all time, according to TheRinger.com. You can read okay. more about this list on our website, 957therock.com, or go to the app. Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers. Ain't No Sunshine when she's gone. Yeah, I can see that one. Uh, Adele, Someone Like You, I don't know that song. At well, all, Adele's haunting voice, though got I some, think. Yeah, she's got some. Jackson Five, I want you back. Uh, there, there you go. I miss okay. you. I want you back. Kelly Clarkson, big one. Since you've been gone, her first one, Shaw, the uh-huh. big one, right after American Idol, uh-huh. is a huge mega super Kelly hit. <laughs> Since you've been gone, I can breathe. It's like it, it, okay. about empowerment. You know, she's like, look, you're gone, and I, I I'm gonna survive this. Yeah. Took me a while, but now I'm better, and I'm Kelly Clarkson, and I'm famous, and I'm gonna get. Everything I want, including hot dogs on the beach. Uh, Miss Jackson by Outcast at number five. Whitney Houston at number four with mm. I Will Always Love You. Okay, get that. I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt. That is a haunting song. The top two, no big surprise. Uh, I think Alanis, You Ought to Know. Oh, that's Super just, that's just a, that is a, the, I got both my fingers up in the air for you, Shaw. That is right. a song. Not only is it like. Does she do all this stuff? You cheated sad. on me. Does it's she go like, down on you and hey, a Fanta? How about these then? How about this, Shaw? These right. go to, this, I'm turning right. them right. both very up sarcastic. For you. Oh, yeah, I wish nothing but the best for you both. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not just sad. That's not a tissue. That's no, like, no. you know what? Yeah. Take this. Does she speak powerful. eloquently? It's powerful. Would she have your baby? Yeah. So obviously, Alanis number two. Uh, I I don't know if I would put Purple Rain on my tape, but Purple Rain is number one according to the Ringer.com of huh? the uh, all-time greatest breakup songs. Huh. Which I mean, he's apologized. I never meant to call you any it's, trouble, and I it's guess. haunting. But oh yeah, and great song, and it's an amazing song, and it's Prince. I mean, but. This was their number one, by the way. I guess. I mean, lyrically, it's there. I mean, I don't know if I'd put it on my mixtape of breakup songs, though. I definitely would delve more into the the bread and the air supply and the 70s, you know, light rock stuff. I mean, Hall and Oates, She's Gone. She's Gone. I don't know if that's a breakup song. Not sad enough. All right. So there you go, Shaw. If you want to read the entire list, you can find it on our uh, website, okay. Morning Sickness page okay. at 957therock.com. Let the debate begin. <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. They set up in our cafe area. Um, they had some ices, some popcorn. They brought this, like, really cute cake. 
Um, and then they did a scavenger hunt where they found some mm. items on the floor, picked <laughs> them up, brought them back, and I guess the first one that found everything won, and then they took it back out to the floor and put everything back. And then they came up and Braden got to ring them out and make some, as they made their purchases for the day because they all had a $10 gift card. Morning Sickness, Brian, Jean, and Scott Robertshaw in the newsroom, and that is a Target employee from Atlanta talking about an eight-year-old girl who really wanted to have her birthday party at Target. <laughs> so they dressed in khaki and so red. Her and all her friends came in the circle. red Target shirts and the khaki Fun. pants and had themselves a hell of a time. Nice. Scavenger hunt, and she got to ring her friends up with their $10 gift cards afterwards, and... A successful birthday party could be considered a parenting win, right, Shaw? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're little. It's important to them. Oh, big time. I'll never forget the chair that my mom uh, dolled up for me on my sixth birthday. It was a big one. You know, I had all my friends over, and mm-hmm. my mom did it upright with the colored, you know, uh, streamers mm-hmm. wrapped around the chair and a big sign, uh, and I had a crown and everything. And, wow. You know, here I am 37 years later, and I remember, remember it, I remember mm-hmm. it vividly. Mm-hmm. My mom probably doesn't, but I do. Parenting wins. What would you say is your number one parenting win, Sean? They are all alive. Yeah, they're all alive. They're <laughs> not in jail. They're productive members of society, and they're kind people. So, so that, right. Is that on the list? A new survey asking parents what they consider parenting wins. And right. I don't know if uh, there's a... I don't think it's so much at the end of it all. It's like little mini- miniature. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, today I did not kill my child. Right, you know, like, like that. Yeah, something along those lines. Um Getting your child to eat their vegetables. Is that less important nowadays or less of a... Because veggies are more prevalent. No, I I don't mean important. But you know what I mean. Like, people are tending to live healthier lifestyles, so there's maybe less junk going into the child from the Uh, get-go. Not really. (laughs) Uh, These ones are always... uh, For me, this is a parenting win because I have to suffer through these kids and their their tantrums. Uh, getting your child to be quiet and occupied at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So you're at the grocery store, especially if they're not in the cart and they're walking around and there's stuff getting put in the cart or they're disappearing and they're little. And you, can, yeah. I remember vividly a couple meltdowns where me meltdowns where I took all three of them and then an extra after school to go do whatever the errand is, insert mm-hmm. whatever had to be done, and like, like seriously, like losing it, Shaw, because mm-hmm. it's can you just all just say you just shut up and make up this one thing. You had three. That's your problem. Well, and sometimes man, extras. Man to man defense is fine, but zone, zone defense is you can't terrible. I'll never. The other thing about my mom that I'll never forget is the time that she kicked my ass inside of a Bradley's. Bradley's was a department store in New Hampshire that we had, and I. You remember the circle racks? And you were hiding in the middle. Oh God, it was so fun, <laughs> and she couldn't find me. And when she found me, boy, I got my ass beat in the store in front of everybody. Nice. And I'll never forget that ass beating I took. It was a. It was a well earned ass beating. Uh, getting your child to finish a meal without whining. Yeah. Small victory, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, these are uh, parenting wins, according to a new survey, asking parents what they consider to be a parenting win. Getting your child to eat a healthy snack, which I guess is the Gosh, same. Gosh, that's three eating so far. Getting your child to ask for a healthy snack. That's not, what? As opposed to, give me some chips, give me some candy. Can I have an apple, mommy? Your kids seem like they're healthy kids. I mean, they're all athletic, right, Shaw? I mean, Jack, of course, with the... Yeah, but when he asked for an apple, did you go, oh, score! Right. No, you went, no. I mean, did I bathe them hey, and get through the See, rinsing? Jack asked for an apple? I did that. Shampoo out of their hair without them freaking out? Uh, keeping your child quiet and occupied on a long car ride, which isn't such a problem nowadays with technology yeah. and, and, you know, handheld You're devices. you at this little electronic device. <laughs> yeah. Talk pee to you in four just hours. Just pee in that can and shut your right. mouth. exactly. Don't you talk back to me. Put the lid on it. Uh, getting your child to finish their homework is a parenting win. Yeah. 
getting your child to bed without a tantrum, Shaw. <laughs> Parenting win. Mm-hmm. Uh, bathing your child without a meltdown. See there, yeah. that's that I can... I it can, seems like all of these are revolving around a, 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 lack, of, a lack of a tantrum or a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's and the win. The, the, the tenth most popular parenting win, according to this survey, is distracting your kids as you pass the toy aisle at a store. They see something they really want, uh-huh. and you get swindled into buying Grandma, it. mom got a tattoo, and she said not to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Henry. <laughs> nice. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Drew can't smell. He's a mutant. Yeah. Have you ever smelled anything? We talked about, uh, I smelled peanut butter once, and I, once? the odor from my cat's litter box kind of stings the nostrils a the, little bit. But. The vinegary mm-hmm. urine smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. not great. But that's nice, though, if you have a, you know, a, a stinkiness in your house yeah. that you don't want to deal with. You wouldn't know, though. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But then people, people are over. coming over, and you don't have people <laughs> yeah. over. It smells moldy in here, Drew. Right. Maybe you should get a dehumidifier. But uh, in my in my careers and all the jobs that I've done, uh, working as a garbage man was one of the smelliest. Mm-hmm. Riding around on the back of the truck, old school style, and then the truck obviously in the summertime, uh, sweaty and, and musky. Yeah. But the dump was the smelly part. I mean, you go out there and it's, it's that's well, got its, its own yeah, yeah. different thing. smell. But it's still not the stinkiest thing I've ever smelled, Drew. The worst thing, and I've talked about this before because we talked to. Uh, John Fan from Fan's Arcade Pumping Services is grease trap. Okay. And uh, anybody who's ever worked in a restaurant that's had to clean mm-hmm. out a grease trap knows that it is by far one of the worst smells of all time. It is just god awful. Gas mask worthy? It's it's don't come into work worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Manure pit, anything farm, farm related. Drive by, yep. You rotting meat. Dead carcasses. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, apparently a New York Times article uh, says that those are not the stinkiest stinks of all time. Okay. Worst smell in the world is uh, something called U.S. government standard bathroom malodor. That doesn't surprise me. A scientist who was developing a stink bomb for the department. I love this stink bomb. <laughs> like, you know what we're going to do? scientist is developing a stink bomb. We don't want to kill him. We just want yeah, to make him real decapac- sick. Incapacitate him. Yeah, we just stink bomb. Well, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we used to do that in high school. We would buy stink bombs. <laughs> you know, we had a guy that had, you know, stuff, and we would buy stuff off him. And one of the things, a little glass pellets. They had a little yellow liquid in uh-huh. them, and you'd throw them in the bathroom or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was, I know what you're talking yeah, about. We would, <laughs> well, we got Peggy that time juice. with the ass juice. Oh, man, that ass juice. We bought a spray, drew yep. a, a fart spray off the internet called ass juice. Yeah, yeah. It really was. And it. So I opened the box. It's a tiny little box, just two little, two little squeezy bottles of it. And I take the paper out with the receipt for the purchase on it, yep. and that smelled like, <laughs> like rancid farts. And I knew it was going to be bad. We still have that air. We, we had do. it here yeah, for the longest do. time. And I don't think we ever got anybody besides Peggy with it the one yeah, time. it was bad. But uh, a scientist who was developing a stink bomb for the Department of Defense back in 1998 tested a bunch of scents and found the smell of the latrines from the military fields was the most universally Ugh. repulsive scent of all time. Developed mm-hmm. a stink bomb recipe off of that. The second uh, most powerful smell, uh, of co- according to the New York Times article, uh, which, by the way, I wrote an article about for our website, uh-huh. 957therock.com, is a substance called thioacetone. Okay, okay, what's that? It was invented in a uh, lab in Germany back in 1889, and apparently the smell was so bad that a small amount spilled in the lab made the entire city sick. Holy City, God. not the lab. Now, I don't know how city. Many, I don't know how many people lived in the city at the time. I don't know what the 
population was there, Drew. I don't know if yeah. it was, you know, well, 200. It's not a village, or, it's a city. Well, I, I don't know if it's L.A., you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> but, um, but a so, little tiny drop of its building did that. Yeah, one little tiny drop from this uh, lab in Germany back in 1889, uh, uh, a substance called Phi. Thioacetone or something like that. It's T-H-I-O-A-C-E-T-O-N-E. But uh, those are the two worst smells of all time, according to this uh, New York Times article. Science. Hashtag. You can read more about that again on our website or on our app, 957therock.com, morning sickness page. I just uh, shared the link on our Facebook page as well, Drew. But you're in luck. You don't have to worry about uh, any of that. Ass juices or back of... uh, You get a you get a hot sweaty dumpster in the summertime with some rancid fruit or <laughs> food. Uh, yeah, it can get bad. It I don't doubt bad. it. Real bad. Grease trap, huh? Yeah, grease trap. It's. It, do you know what a grease trap is? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, it's. They took the cover off that thing, and I was like, "What are we doing? <laughs> I did not sign up for this. I, I I came here to make brunch. I'm not here to clean this damn grease trap." <laughs> and we were an upscale restaurant. It wasn't like we, you know, it wasn't. It just. It's just. It's just by yeah, nature. So it's bad. just bad. So bad. Well, it's all in there just self-contained. It's all right. funky the, all the time. It never gets mm-hmm. a chance to breathe. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Easter brunch is going to be awkward for this family <laughs> for so many reasons. There's a 50-year-old woman named Tony Rogers from Memphis. She was arrested on Sunday for stabbing her first cousin after an argument. He also is her boyfriend. Tony and her first cousin are in a sexual relationship. They live together as well. How far south is this? Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. yeah, That gets the banjo music. There we go. Me and my boyfriend cousin (laughs) was having a fight. (laughs) So it's her cousin and she's also dating him? First cousin, yeah. First cousin. Not even like a second or third distant relative. Or by by marriage, one of those ones. Poison. So they argued on Sunday. She stabbed him twice, once outside, and then again when he went inside to clean the stab wound. Poison is good. Got it again. How do you combine boyfriend and cousin? Yeah, poison? it's a poison. I Me and my poison was having an argument. <laughs> That's because he's my boyfriend and my cousin. He's and my poison. Don't judge me, Jerry. Don't judge me. Jerry, Jerry. I'm not the first one. Me and my poison was having an argument. <laughs> first one in this family to have I a poison. I said, look, this trailer smells too much like skull. Uh, the sexual relationship cousins and midgets oh. kind of made Jerry... Oh, man. Made the how, many, how many tooth does she have? I don't know. A Stark County woman was arrested Thursday for repeatedly calling 911 to tell police her parents shut off her cell phone. Yeah, we had this one yesterday yeah. with Shaw. Okay. She's 36, right? She's yeah, with 36. mom and dad and getting her cell phone yeah. from them. Demanded police respond to her home because the parents shut off the cell phone. That's kind of the parents' fault, though. I mean, if you're, you know, look, my parents gave me one more chance, all right? I messed up, and they let me back in the house. It didn't work out so well. I got out of there, and I never went back, but... Like, I mean, yeah, yeah parent, when you're enabling till 36, it's kind of... Yeah, like, it's time to move on. Oh, like, yeah, it's way like, time. It's yeah. so much time. A Miami woman initially counted herself blessed for having survived a drive-by shooting with what she alleges a doctor told her was just a graze wound. But days later, Shakina Jefferson was rushed to a trauma center where an x-ray confirmed she had been walking around with a bullet lodged in her head. What? Jefferson, 42, underwent emergency surgery on Saturday at what? another hospital to remove the slug from her wo- head three days earlier. Dude. After a doctor at another hospital is said to have bandaged the wound near her left temple and sent her home with some antibiotics. There's some band-aids. And Here's a some band-aid and some antibiotics. You're, good. you're on you're your good. way. You're good to go. Ah. Shooting unfolded Tuesday, uh, Tuesday at 7.30 in Miami. Once home from the hospital, Jefferson began complaining of pain in her head. Yeah, because there's a bullet in here. Memory less, loss and headaches. Next day, she went to a different hospital where doctors immediately x-rayed her and found uh-uh. the bullet. 
The woman said the doctors gave her a Band-Aid and called it good, adding, we could have done that stuff ourselves. Ugh. That sounds like a lawsuit. That, that she's probably going to win. sounds like a lawsuit. Get time she's for probably going to win. I'm not big on people suing, but yeah, she deserves money. She went to the hospital and they Band-Aid on it <laughs> and send her home. They should clear this. Hey, take right. two of these, call me. Oh, anymore. is that in your head? This is clear to say. My bad. Oh, there's an actual bullet in there. I should have oh. looked a little bit closer. Just go like this and tap the other <laughs> side of your head. It'll fall out eventually. Just shake it off a little bit. Kind of... <laughs> go out your ear. Don't you expect them to find that? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. LeBron James is going to become an author. Again, I think. Didn't he write a yeah, book already? Yeah, he has written a book. Uh, he's uh, going to write a children's book now, Sean. Okay. And uh, because of that, we have a list of the least popular children's books. Oh. You know, if you write a children's book and there's mm. a couple of pages missing and you think that the <laughs> kids don't care about what happens to a puppy. Oh, yeah, he did write a book. You might have to wait for your son to show up right. from the North Pole before exactly. you can write that award-winning book. Four no. years ago, The Boy Who Became King. Okay. Oh, geez. Right. <laughs> wonder a who that's true about. inspiring story of an NBA superstar. Uh, it's about me. I'm a king. I'm the king. Least popular children's books. Okay. Here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Coronavirus. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Least popular children's books. Brown Bear, Brown Bear, do you have any Adderall you can sell me? <laughs> Just uh, making it timely. This one, uh, yeah, this one brings back Uh-oh. some dark memories. What? Horton hears strange noises coming from his parents' bedroom and walks in on them having nasty elephant sex. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> never, I'll never forget it until the day I die. Uh, least popular children's books. Here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock, a light in the attic, a gimp in the basement. <laughs> and all the floors covered. That's a dark, dead, dark turn on that. James and the giant impeach. <laughs> Joe Biden and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad presidential <laughs> campaign. Uh, these are the least popular. Actually, that one might actually, that one might actually be a bestseller. <laughs> least popular children's books here on the morning sickness on 95.7 like The Rock. Oh, the places you'll go to yeah. the bathroom when you're old enough to go to, to Coachella. <laughs> yeah. If you go to a music festival, you might find yourself doing things you didn't think you were going to do. That line's long, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, least popular children's books here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A few more. The little Bloomberg that could. Aww. But he, he had a problem <laughs> he last He took it night. on the chin last night. Yeah, debate, I mean, he's he? he's going to be out soon. He's got a, I mean, boy, oh boy. I know, he's got lots of money. Yep. Yeah, but he, all these comments are coming out about, you know, he's things calling. he said and did, yeah. He's calling transsexual people a guy in a dress and, and yeah, just not good. Right. Uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Clan Robe. Okay. Ooh. Not a bestseller. Least popular children's books here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If you give a mouse an edible. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of mice, did you see that award-winning picture yes. of those two mice on the subway it in London? Oh, I did, yeah. Real. It looks like they're dancing in a Disney movie. It's crazy. Yeah, it does. It, I, was he there, like, waiting for them to do it? and then, uh, Or was the camera just there? I think like, it's just one of those shots at just absolutely right place, right time. There's literally nobody in the subway uh-huh. tunnel, and he sees these two mice, and they're, it's almost like, like they're he, holding hands or something. It's the almost mice. like he placed two dead mice together, and uh, it, it just doesn't. It's, it's unreal. It, it boggles it? the mind to yeah. think that that was, you know, captured in real life. Uh, a couple more, Shaw, of the uh, least popular children's books here on The Morning Sickness. Charlotte's Dark Web. <laughs> I've been there before. You've been there, You can buy you? poop on the dark web. Oh, nice. Give yourself a tapeworm. <laughs> Fox and Crocs. 
Oh, come on now. Oh, did you see they're selling Crocs with the socks already attached now, yes. Shaw? No, you see those? I yeah. didn't see that. So the, the socks Crocs. are part of the Crocs, and you put them on, and mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have to. Although a good gift for, for someone. Yeah, gift, yeah, mm-hmm. not a real gift. That's what I mean. And uh, last but not least, Shaw, the least popular children's books here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Good night, Uranus. <laughs> I thought it was good night moon. I'm it's, sorry. No, Uranus. Okay. Mm. It's out there and it's loving it, Jerry. It's funnier, Chuck. It's a funnier, it's funnier take on that. Hard to get the kids to fall asleep after you make them giggle with the good night Uranus. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. My favorite band of all time is Metallica. Gene, yours is ACDC. How did yeah, you? But I, also, I mean, there's, yeah. How did, I don't care about the rest. I okay. care about your favorite. I got it. That's what we're talking Shaw, do you have a, I mean, is the traveling Wilburys or what's Straight the one? Bed. The uh, widespread panic. Whiskey, whiskey ribs, guys. Thinking of widespread, widespread panic, yeah. You like them more than the dead? Uh, I don't know. All-time favorite? See, no, I know. That's, not. Yeah. Okay. That's now, they've only been around for, what, 15, Thir- 20 years? 30-plus years. Oh, what? Yeah. The traveling, yes. bumbling... Widespread pants forever. They've been, they're that old? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Mid-50s. When, how old were you when you discovered them? It's only been a dozen years ago. Okay. So, in your 40s, you mm-hmm. discovered your favorite band. Yeah, pretty much. You're, uh, you skew the average, then. Because I discovered Metallica in 1989 when I saw the video for one on MTV. See, I think it changes, yeah. And then I went back and I listened to the rest of their catalog, mm-hmm. and then I was hooked, and uh, I was 13 at the time when okay. that video hit MTV, and, and that sort of did it for me, and now I've seen them over 50 times in concert. I've got, you know, bought all the albums and T-shirts and whatnot, but Gene, ACDC, for you, were you a child at the time, or? Yeah, back in black, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. That how changed. Old, how old were you at that time? Well, that was 1980, right? So, 10? 30. You were 30 in 1980. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was but that big, was, I remember when that came yeah, out. Yeah, because I was, I was like all about the Beatles and right. that, you know. And, and I remember when I was and about. And that was like, oh my gosh. I was about nine or 10 years old. My parents for Christmas got me a boombox, a tape player. Uh, and I got, I think, four tapes. And one of them was like Culture Club. The other one was the Pointer Sisters. I got a, nice. a a monkey's greatest hits tape. Mm. I can't remember what the other one. Anyways, but it was garbage. And then I see Metallica years right. later, and I start to develop Game changer. my sense of uh, of taste uh, when it comes to the genre that I'm into. And a new survey said that about 13 is when most people discover their favorite band. Shaw, so you you skew the average. You're, yeah, you're abnormal. A little. Well, abnormal. I think yeah. Although you, there's bands that I really liked at the age of 13 that I still, still like today. Like, I mean, right. Zeppelin was big, and I'm still a fan. And yeah, right around seventh grade, you start to get away from, you know. Elementary school, older kids are around influencing well, you, maybe an older start brother. to mean more to you. By the way, that's when uh, most uh, kids are uh, exposed to explicit music for the first time as mm. well, right around 12, 13. Yeah, and you there's start the to, internet now. It's like at birth. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different now. Uh, when asked about their uh, it, what influenced their musical taste growing up, 66% of people, according to this survey, say it was their friends. Um, 59 said radio. Fifty-two percent of people said movies. Forty-eight percent said dad. Really? My dad influenced. Forty-five percent mm-hmm. uh, say their mom. Forty-four um, percent said TV. Thirty-nine. That was probably different back in the eighties when MTV was, you know, busting out all this music. Thirty-nine uh, percent said concerts and festivals, and thirty-three percent said a sibling contributed. Yeah, the sure. older brother record mm-hmm. collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously a little different nowadays, but that's what. We remember growing up, so you rubbed off on your children a little bit, Shaw. Yeah, Hannah some of them have very similar um, taste in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good for you, man. You, you get to go to concerts with your kids. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. We had a visit from 
Our good friends at McDonald's Courtesy Corp. Shaw mm-hmm. dropped off some shamrock shakes and those new uh, chicken McGriddle sandwich. It's delicious. Mm, I haven't tried those yet. Yeah, I've I got, got a half one in here for you, Shaw. <laughs> she cut it in half. Oh, she couldn't wait to cut it in half. She's just I over cut there it giggling. Half, Shaw, so you can have. Is there any food that you don't cut in half? Oh yeah, there's a lot. But I knew that like Shaw what? would want to try it. Like what? I, my risotto you cut your last sandwich? night. I didn't cut that. <laughs> you in cut half. your sandwiches in half when you when you make a sandwich for yourself, which probably doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen. Very you then often. cut it in half. Uh, or do you eat it as a whole? Likely. Sandwich? I mean, if it's got less. When you go tomato, out to eat and you get a burger, and the burger comes to the table, do you cut that it burger? It depends in half? if it's a regular oh, burger. See, she or can't get. She knows she does. She doesn't want to admit to it. She doesn't. No. She cuts everything. It's so weird, man. It's such a weird thing. I just, every time I see if her eat food, it's a little burger. Cut I'm this not right doing that. Oh, look, it's a little hot dog. Do you cut your hot dogs in half? All the toppings and stuff. Then yeah, it's easier to manage. True enough. See. So weird. I expect it from Shaw. He's little. It's like I'm a big giant, giant person that can't. Massive. Uh, You're a massive next person. Next to you, Shaw, I'm a giant, apparently. Mm-hmm. You look different in real life than you do on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to you. I know that. I've heard that recently. <laughs> Three-way here on the Morning Sickness, 95.7 The Rock. Again, thanks to our friends from McDonald's, Courtesy Corp, for stopping by with Shamrock Shakes and those new chicken breakfast sandwiches, which, by the way, are the bomb. The one, the McGriddle one, it's like mm-hmm. sweet and kind of and, and kind of uh, and zippy. The, chi- the, the chicken chicken's got a little zesty zest. Ooh, and, nice. the, and then so you get the bucket. Yes, Congratulations, by the way, to uh, Brian, Eric, and Howard. Brian and Howard. How, Brian and Howard. Yeah, yeah, they won uh, free Shamrock Shakes earlier. So, hey, Shaw. Yeah. Science. Okay. Beer goggles are a real thing. Really? Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, I'm... I took home a few. <laughs> so they did science. Hashtag science. And drinking doesn't necessarily make you lower your standards. It just keeps you from being as judgmental as you are when you're sober. Judgy McJudger. Right. So they monitored a bunch of people and found that sober people get distracted by attractive faces. (laughs) Drunk people get attracted by all of the faces. (laughs) (laughs) There's a face. I love you. So you might give attention to somebody that you might not give attention to if you were sober. Because you're You're not even processing whether they're looking good to you or not. You know, it's just all the faces, Sean. (laughs) Oh, you're alive and breathing and sitting upright. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Growing up, Shaw, you played uh, sports, I'm assuming? Yeah, some. Baseball, basketball, what'd you play? Uh, Basketball, track. Play center? I played center, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I was the guy that sat down there at the end of the bench. Okay. Gene, did you play any high school or little league? Or I did. What did, did you do? Volleyball, volleyball, track, junior high, I played basketball. Yeah. I uh, I did uh, league baseball and basketball, and then uh, I played some CYO basketball so that Donut and I could play on a team together. Um, worst injury you ever suffered, Shaw, when you played uh, youth sports? Oh, man. I remember taking one to the shin one. I don't even remember what sport it was, but it may have been in, like, gym class Like or a ball or a yeah, bat or a It's stick. just, I saw stars. Oh. I was, couldn't breathe. Reeling, huh? Yeah. To the shin. To the shin, yeah. Oof. I think I was in shock or Bone something. bruise kind of thing? Yeah, got me. Yeah, I had trouble walking probably for a few mm-hmm. days afterwards. No broken bones, though? Nothing? Nope, never broken a bone. No ripped tendons or, or torn pectorals? Nope. Gene, major no, injuries? I, thankfully, I was very lucky. Shin splints was the worst thing yeah. I had. Yeah. I had two. One of them was my own fault because I fouled out of a game in a CYO basketball game, and I punched the metal door on my way to the locker room, and <laughs> I broke my hand. That's a you thing. Yeah. I was really pissed. was just one, not surprised? It was this one guy, and he was just really annoying, and I couldn't. I, I just hated him, and I, so I was hacking the hell out of him the it's whole game, thing, and then yeah. I fouled out, and it was it was brutal. 
Uh, the other one was uh, I wasn't even playing in, a, in a, like a sanctioned game. I was just playing some pickup hoops at Donut's house, and he lived in a cul-de-sac. And when I went up for a rebound, I came down on the curb, and I twisted my ankle, mm-hmm. and I fractured my growth plate, and I ended up in a walk, one of those walking boots uh, mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And stupid me, I thought I was healed, so I took it off, and then I yeah. re-injured the damn thing, so I had to wear it even longer. Also, but doesn't surprise me. It'll never compare to this pole vaulter from BYU. Did you see this kid? I don't want to. Yes. I have a pole. Oh. There was a pole vaulter that on my son's team last year that I came down, and it was bad. I laugh Your at these. Your story won't top this one. No, no, no. I laugh at these things when I see them on SportsCenter all the time or on the YouTubes or whatever, Shaw. I just, they're so funny. You go up there and just hoping and pray. It's like the only thing that can go wrong is this stupid pole catch you right in the junk, and that's what happened to this kid. Uh, his name um, is Zach McWhorter, I think, and uh, he had to get 18 stitches in his scrotum to repair the damage from the pole when it poked him right in the mommy daddy button he says i could see right into my scrotum oh that's a that's a phrase that should never be <laughs> i Those words like, should not be strung together i could uh, see right into my scrotum it's like those winter jammies that have the big flap in the front you know like, go like this <laughs> yeah it's just like that. <laughs> flappy i could see <laughs> right into my scrotum there's an article on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app if you want to read more about that. I shared it on our Facebook page. But if you haven't seen the video mm, don't. And, you, and, you, and you're a masochist. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> right Maybe. up there, Shaw. Oh, man. He landed right on the tip of the pole. Yep. Oh. It's going to be a while before he goes pole vaulting again. Ugh. When okay. asked if he suffered any permanent damage, he said, we'll one day we'll later. find out if they function or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oof. Man, oh, man. 18 stitches yep. down there, Shaw. Ooh. The most sensitive of areas. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, Doc, can you put an extra stitch in? Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Let's say, for instance, Shaw, that I have a button. One of those easy buttons. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. I put that easy button down in front of you, and if you give it a slap, you've got a 50-50 chance of winning $5 million. Probably. In cash. Okay. Here's $5 million right away. Right. Or you die. Are you slapping a button, Shaw? Uh, Shaw left. Are you slapping the button? No. Even at your age? What the hell does that mean? Well, I can see, like, someone in their 20s got a lot of life left, you know, like. I have a lot left, Brian. <laughs> so it's 50-50? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, you, there's no other option. There's yeah. no, like, yeah, maybe you get a cat. You know, wah, 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 wah. Right. maybe you don't this win. Percentage of that, no. no, it's it's one or the other. No. I'm rich or I die. There's a new thread on Reddit asking people what they would do and why. 50-50 shot at $5 million or death. And you're not, you're not no. slapping a button. You're no. just choosing not to. Right. Ah, pretty split right now on the Reddits. Plenty of people saying they want the shot at the money. It's worth the 50-50. Uh, the best response on why someone would take the 50-50 shot? Either way, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a bet. I would, I would press it. I like to gamble. So. Yeah, I know you do, but... And if I died, my wife would get an insurance I you know, see policy and she'd be all right, on, right and she'd find someone she actually loves, you know, as opposed to me. I could see somebody who has a lot of health problems or, you know, thinking Are you like to say that. I have health problems? Oh, I'm just saying is this that. Is overweight like thing? The, you're fat and you're going to die soon? Yeah, that's what it is. Right. I'm old and you're fat. That's what we're doing name calling this morning on the, the morning, morning sickness, sickness with fat. old and fat. That's mean <laughs> and not true.
I can see that, though. If they wanted to hook up their family and they have these, you know, really serious health problems. But otherwise, yeah. If you want to read more about this, I uh, posted an article on our website, 957therock.com, on the Morning Sickness page. Also linked it to our Facebook page if you want to check it out this morning. A thread on Reddit about uh, a 50-50 chance at winning $5 million or death. You're going to die. At least with this one, you kind of get to choose, right? Like, all right, here we go. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.